Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. I'm still worried that the, somehow the jizz is going to get on my fingers, enter the fucking vaginal canal. Next thing you know, she's pregnant with my child. I got to know this shit. So you got to kind of position my body away. What? Why is your face agape? It was, that was like the most anxious, craziest thing I think I've heard in a long time. She thought I was crazy even too. Even from you. She thought I was nuts. That is insane. Yes, I know. That live shit can go, can, oh, can really swim. Oh, loud. And you know mine are fertile because we did the fucking we sperm test. We did do the test. sperm test. Oh and that, my those, God. those swimmers were swimming. It's a, it's amazing that any woman wants to see you again after you have a date. I honestly, I'm I'm floored too. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. My mother is a sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. And my son is a stand-up comic, a mime, and the only Buddhist clown that I know. Oh, I don't know why you know other Buddhist clowns. I actually do know. You do know some, actually. No. Yes, Jonathan Blake is a Buddhist clown. He came on the show. Good point. Well, I'm not that friendly with him. I haven't really seen him lately. So the one that I hang around most is you. All right, that's fair. Your favorite Buddhist clown. You're definitely my favorite Buddhist clown. My friends just joining us. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. This is where we chat about sex twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. This happens to be a Monday morning after show. And we'd love to hear from you on our Monday morning after show. Just go to Yes Text Mom. Any kind of comments, questions, concerns, or flattery will be accepted. And so when pe- when she says go to Yes Text Mom, she means that's our voicemail or, or our text message hotline. Thank you for clarifying that. So you can type that into your phone, Yes Text Mom, and get in touch. And we will read them and respond to them on our Monday after morning after shows. On Thursdays, we have guests and we have an awesome lineup coming up. So stay tuned. Well, it's better if you subscribe so you don't miss those awesome guests. Great call, Moot. Yep. All right. So we, if you were not listening to last week, highly recommended. We're getting a lot of phenomenal responses uh, because we were at Second City in Chicago doing a live podcast taping, which was a fucking dream with the main stage cast over there. And we talked about our first time experiences having sex. Yes. And we asked them and first we gave our three words to describe those first times having sex experiences and then we opened it up to you guys this week and we've oh. gotten some phenomenal responses the responses are bomb ass dank ass hilarious so we're gonna go through that today you know do a little chit chat hopefully have a little laugh the reason we do this whole podcast why do we do it again well there's many reasons i feel uh, the most important is to open up the dialogue 
about what not only parents and kids talk about, but what what people in general talk about. And it could be related to sex or any taboo subjects that, you know, we tend to keep to ourselves. Yeah. And speaking of taboo subjects that uh, we keep to ourselves, but we're not, we have a little challenge going on on our Patreon page. Oh, this is something that, this is actually my first, the first taboo that I, I kept from you. <laughs> I, I really, I, I, I uh, entering college, I thought it was crazy if I were to talk to you about weed. And, and, that, and that, it, that would be like the least of the things that you would end well, up talking t- to me about. At the time, I did not know that you smoked weed. I don't even know if you were smoking weed at that time. I'm trying to remember because I went through a period when I had kids have stopped completely smoking weed, but then I somehow went back to it at some point. Oh, somehow. Somehow I went back to and it. And I remember my friend asking me, or telling me that he was going to, he told his parents or something that he was smoking weed and got super high or something. And I was like, whoa, you shared that with your parents? And he's like, yeah, why wouldn't I tell them that? And then I was like, whoa, why wouldn't I tell them that? And that kind of uh, set the precedent of being open for me. That's pretty cool. He and blew that, my doors that's open. That's kind of why I had literally broke my virginity again after your dad died. Because the guy said, why can't people be chill about sex? Yeah, that's it. Although, <laughs> I, I am, uh, can attest that uh, it's very hard to be chill about sex. Okay. But we can get into that we'll later. We'll get into that later. But I was back to those... Um, yeah, we, we really went off on a little tangent there, didn't we? Yeah. We were talking about weed and how it, yes. this relates to Patreon right now. Yes, yes. Yeah. Go for it. Well, we have a Patreon page, and it's actually a membership platform that we have... Uh, you got exclusive... Uh, an, yeah. A whole exclusive podcast. It, it's, meaning like a regular show with our bonus content with all, all of our guests. We record at the end of our shows so we, you get the juicy stuff. But it's more about what you... It, to me, it's all about the, the family that we've created on Patreon. It is. People are getting are engaging that community. I'm loving it. And they also get this opportunity to message us. Yes. So that we can literally give them great personal advice. And we also take your suggestions for topics to yeah. discuss and guests to interview. So patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. That's where you can find is it. Is where you can find us. Join us for as little as $3 a month. All right. But we'd prefer more. $3 really. Okay. If you can get more, give more. Yeah. Thanks. Because what this money does is allows us to purchase new equipment. And you always say purchase new equipment. How much new equipment do we need? We're going to need some new equipment. No, we have great equipment. I'm going to tell you what we really need. You have like a 10-year-old computer, which we put all of our data on. If you could get yourself a new computer, your editing software would work better. There's a lot of reasons. That's fair. I I would like a new computer. But anyway, I think mainly right now it's just to to support the show getting hosted. Like it mainly is to host our website and the actual... There's, all, there's, a, there's a lot of uses Anyways, for Patreon money. We're way too much. Look at, look at this. We're fucking five minutes in and we, right, we haven't got anywhere over here. Anyway, thank you. You know what's really Patreon. funny back what? to like what people don't talk about? with it, it works the reverse too. I have friends that are in their 50s and 60s and they don't tell their kids that they get high every night. Yeah, because most parents are taught to tell their children don't do drugs. It's only you that is a proponent of drugs what, for children. What is it, a gateway drug? It's First of all, it's not, I'm not a, promo, a prom, proponent. I'm just saying there's nothing wrong with getting high. They have no problems drinking in front of their kids. I know. It's a, it's a double standard there. Why are they... I mean, getting high is much less offensive to your body than getting drunk and vomiting. That's... I, I think a lot of people would agree with that. And it makes you like, I remember walking into Amsterdam into one of these little, uh, like they have little marijuana and hash bars and things like that. Mm. This was back in the day before it was legalized anywhere in the United States. And I remember it's like sitting around with your dad 
and we're looking at everybody playing pool and laughing and goofing around and we're thinking if this was a, if a, a straight up bar people would be like angry bitter starting bar fights and stuff like that oh yeah people smoking marijuana they're just having fun they're and everybody's loving time. each other so it's like a different vibe completely yeah but did we say we're gonna take the marijuana blueberries together no we haven't talked about that so okay, we have so a little the base, reason we brought this up is go ahead I, I happen to I, I have these marijuana blueberries right now. What They're marijuana infused, infused blueberries. They make me extremely high. And my mother wait. How decided many have you had? I thought you only tried that one, once. Just once. Okay. And they have five milligrams of THC, yeah. which is enough to do me in. Most people <laughs> wouldn't be affected by it. My mother. Uh, I know people that did like fifty to a hundred. Yeah. My mother announced anyway on the show that if we get to fifty patrons, five zero we will do blueberries together and right. come on the podcast, which sounds like a nightmare to me, to be quite honest, but I want your patronage support uh, that much that I'm willing to partake in this little adventure. Why does it sound like a nightmare? Uh, it is it is like getting on stage wearing nothing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, first of all, what if you just do like half of a blueberry and see if you get enough of a buzz all right well well we can figure out we're at 31 patrons right now i want oh, to thank our very 31st close. patron Corey. thank you very much for joining us there oh okay so anyway it, he, he's got to speak negatively about it but it probably will be one of the most hilarious podcasts you ever here because Are i you have talking about Corey or me you oh you, yeah. I have gotten high with you before in the past, and we have had massive laughing attacks. We have. So I'm I'm guessing that it'd be... Well, you're, you're like Bozo. You're like, literally, we were in a museum, and you spilled water all over a cafe. Well, that's because I was trying to pour it in a cup, and I, well, the eye-hand coordination was just not where, what it should be. You just poured it outside the cup, and all over the floor. And you're like, I'll handle this. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I can handle this. Yeah. But it was cool to, that was a cool exhibit. All right. We don't need to get into All right, that. Anyway. So, yeah. I mean, we we rarely get high together because basically you tend to get high only with certain people and it's not me. But oh, the fucking strash. The, the <laughs> but we will get high together and create a, a podcast episode around it if we get enough patrons. Okay. Anyway, That's great. speaking of um, your ways of supporting us, let's hear about an iTunes review. All right. I love when you guys re- leave us iTunes reviews. It really helps us in, with our search engine optimization. Here's a beautiful one that said, Good show. Five stars by Felicia P. It's like a half comedy, half lecture show. I enjoy it. <laughs> I love that. I'm reading three lectures audiobooks right now. I just juggle between You're not going to believe it. What? I'm actually, I'm trying to read an audio book, but I, I, I just couldn't figure out how to work Audible. But um, I was trying to download on, on Audible Sapiens. Oh, God, there's zero ch- I have a feeling you will not get anywhere. Because it, it, it's like... It's a dense book. It's a dense book. Like, I, that's why I thought Audible would be good for me. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't think you necessarily have the attention span, but who am I to tell you that? You got a point. So tell me, uh, I know your brother was reading it. How far did he think he got uh, I don't, I don't uh, have any clue. Anyway, do you want to hear the three audiobooks that I'm reading? This tells you where I'm at in life right now. Yes. Number one, Alan Watts, Out of Your Mind. <laughs> okay. Joseph Campbell, The Power of Myth. <laughs> Neil Dol- Donald Walsh, Conversations with God, Book One. That's what Adina Rivers recommended to us, oh. by the way. 
And uh, those are those are the main. So ones wait a right second. Now. All of those have a common theme of being really heavy duty, heavy philosophy. <laughs> I mean, first yeah, of all, are you able to listen to all three at different times without getting confused as to where you left off? Yeah, they all have different voices. They're, they're talking about completely different things. My thing is, like, I would listen to that and fall asleep, and then I would have no. The, it keeps rambling on, and then I'm lost. And so, exactly what happened when I read Fear by Bob Woodward. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I don't even know if I, I might have missed three quarters of the book <laughs> because I, I put it on before I fall asleep. And it's like the next thing I know, I'm snoozing. and It's an hour into the book that I didn't even know I was at. No, I actually get so into these that I will, it will, Keep I will stay awake. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To listen. Okay. Okay. Freak. <laughs> <laughs> Should we read some of these responses? Uh, yes. Let's go for it. All right. So again, uh, well, we have, we got a bunch of texts. We can we can. Well, cover I was going to read this one first. Um, All right, hit it. Because it's more of feminine, a feminine text. So Go for I was going to do it in a female voice. Um. Oh my God! I just heard my comment. First of the, all, it was OMG, ma'am. Well, OMG means oh my God. All right. OMG! Just heard my comment on the podcast. Thanks for recognizing it. As for hysterectomy and orgasm, it's actually very common for women to have better sex post-op. Many times it's due to the pain of their underlying condition being gone, like painful fibroids, endometriosis, etc. Hold me, on. Can we take a quick pause and explain that this is someone, we read her comment last week. Yeah. And the comment was basically after she had this hysterectomy, she was able to have, um, I think it was much stronger, more frequent orgasms. Right, right. So she added... It was easier for an or- orgasm. Right. So she added the, what I'm reading now. And I was surprised. So this is why she said Yeah, this. yeah. For me, I really think it's just shifted things around in a better position that makes for better sex. When the bladder sits further down on top of the cervix or vagina, it presses areas like the G-spot into position that a penis, toy, etc. touches more easily. Mm, we also, so the extra, yeah. the extra pressure on the other side is yeah. doing, oh wow. Or maybe just being able to get into certain positions once you remove a, a, an organ like a uterus. Mm. Anyway, we also have sex more often because there's no menstrual cycle interfering. Thanks again and have a lovely day. So oh, wow. let's all get our hysterectomies while better sex. <laughs> yeah. You know, someone told me recently that her friend uh, at 26 got her tubes tied. And oh. I was like, oh, that's a very interesting. You can reverse that. Oh, you can reverse it? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. You know people that have done that? Yeah. Well, I, I know about it because it's it basically... um. To, you have two fallopian tubes and then what they do in the surgery is they just tie it and then they untie it and it can flow again oh wow yeah so, so I mean, does that stop the menstrual cycle at all or is that you still get the menstrual cycle you'll still get because you got the uterus shedding yeah yeah but you just don't have the egg drop yeah oh wow so no risk of getting pregnant right very interesting i i, I think that's, that's is it an invasive surgery yeah it's a little more invasive um than maybe you know, getting and what happens if they're trying to untie and next thing that something gets mangled? Who knows? Well, it could be anything. The same thing with a vasectomy, but it, it is like a lot easier. The vasectomy cannot be reversed. Yes, it can. It can? Absolutely. What, do they put just a stopper in there? It's the same thing. It's like, a, I think they tie it up and then they untie it. Oh, wow. Not sure about that, but I think so. Hmm. But I know people that have had vasectomies reversed. Like, for example, they get married. They get a vasectomy when they're married and then they get divorced and they marry somebody else and they, that oh, person wow. wants to have a kid they can have it reversed unbelievable yeah there's modern, modern technology. technology look at that yeah i don't think either one of them are like the best way methods of necessarily first line of defense birth control but yeah because you still can get uh, all these other diseases if you're single yeah yeah, yeah. 
All right. Go on. We're we're off track here. Anyway, so thanks for uh, letting us know about that. Yeah, thank you very much. Very helpful. Food for thought. How do you like that? All right. And then Lisa responded. Uh, Lisa had talked about having sex with her... um, co-worker or actually her, her boss, boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah for like 10, 10 years yeah but it, she, we thought she'd broken up we were missing we and, and that they had shifted away from each other but this is not the case we had a little clarification not she said not that y'all probably give two fucks but i feel the need to clarify i'm still with my former boss we just don't work together so okay first of all we give two fucks i do give two fucks and that's and why I, but i do that. like the way she wrote not you know You'll probably give two fucks. Not that you'll probably give two fucks. That's really cute. That's what? funny. <laughs> that's cute. All right. Anyway. But anyway, so that's she, interesting. Look at that. So, so, but she ended up having to move. They had to move career-wise away away from each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. And we had another. Someone else wrote in. It was a similar experience for her um, as far as like having a, um, sex with a, a band member. Oh, yeah. We got the voicemail. Thank you for that yeah, voicemail. We it, can't really play it right now because right. it's so long and it got chopped up. Uh, yeah. We had a bad uh, Bad reception. Yeah. Uh, but um, it is. I love that she was going out like, with a trombone kid. And she's a French horn girl. Yeah. So it was a cute little um, anecdote about, you know, yeah, any kind of like organization that you're part of. And you have sex with someone, you have the consequence of breaking up and then not wanting to see him again. Yeah. Emotional and physical risks associated with sex. This is the emotional risk. Yeah. That you might hurt hurt one another. Or that it feels awkward when you see each other the next day at the water cooler. Bingo. That's <laughs> it. Some people have a high tolerance for that. I have an extremely low tolerance for that. I'm aware of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. You wake I, up with someone and the next thing you know, you have to see them at yoga class. Remember that? Oh, God. I, I had a... I had an experience recently where I, uh, I, I, at this point, I give no fucks. I, I'm not trying to be bashful about it. I, just straight out, just right before hooking up, I say, all right, we got to have a DTR. What? We're like third date. We're already DTRing. Because I just, I, I, I don't want to. Define the relationship after three dates? I just want to figure out what is she looking for? Where's sex fitting into her life? What does she think is this going to progress? Is she just trying to explore? What's going on here? Because okay. If we're not talking about that beforehand, we're just going to assume like, oh, you know, we'll deal with that. The consequences later when I discover that, oh, she was actually hoping for a long term fucking relationship. Well, you're being honest in that communication. Why not? Why not? Yeah. I think, you know. So I'm surprised I, you waited three dates. I'm surprised you didn't ask for like an uh, entire like her sexual, one? sexual history. Oh, and yeah. Asking about every type of diseases when she was last tested. You know, I could, I could just imagine. I, there things. was a debrief after, afterwards because. Uh, after you had sex? Oh, there's debriefs the whole fucking time. There's debriefs, <laughs> you know, talking beforehand about like, okay, what, you know, what's the uh, STD situation over here? What's the, what's the pregnancy? What's the birth control situation? Well, I, I got to get it all out there. Even though you're wearing a condom, for sure. We weren't even having sex. What? Yeah, we're not. What? <laughs> <laughs> just to, because you can transfer the shit, you know, just rubbing. You Who knows? What? You know, my Don't fucking even tell crazy me. mind. Your, your clothes are probably on while you're having this. My crazy mind, my, my boxers were on, but obviously fucking jizz is everywhere. I'm still worried that the, somehow the jizz is going to get on my fingers, enter enter the fucking vaginal canal next thing you know she's pregnant with my child i gotta know this shit so you gotta kind of position my body away what why is your face agape it was 
That was like the most anxious, craziest thing I think I've heard in a long time. She thought I was crazy too. Even from you. She thought I was nuts. That is insane. Yes, I know. That live shit can go, can can really swim. out loud. And you know mine are fertile because we did the fucking sperm test. We did do the sperm test. Oh my God. And those swimmers were swimming. It's a, it's amazing that any woman wants to see you again after you have a date. I honestly, I'm I'm floored too. It, it, I am like shocked. How do they possibly handle all this anxious and then, shit? And then, I, you know, I, I'm so in my head. I get so curious to know just about the whole sit, setup. Like, how does this relate to previous sexual encounters she's had? You know, we we start debriefing that, comparing, contrasting. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, she. It sounded like the last one she had was phenomenal and. And yours didn't measure up? <laughs> oh, my God. That's humiliating. Uh, you know, I'm just... I, I Obviously, I'm very... Uh, you so, need to be I, with I someone selective. who's like literally I, in their 40s or 50s. Why? Why do you say that? Someone who's got some serious experience and preferably a doctor, like a psychiatrist. <laughs> you, you, you need someone I did, who can I, I handle home, this shit. I came home and I started looking up why do people premature ejaculate? What? Yeah, you have I, had twice. Be- twice. I mean, it's because I, I'm I'm very rarely with someone. I I, I kiss a lot of people, and then I say, well, "Okay, glad, we're I'm not going to end you- up in a relationship. But let's call it quits." I'm glad you mentioned this, though. Okay. Because it seemed to me after we went on the Second City main stage, and we heard from all the you know the players about their different experiences, the males especially seem to all have the exact same situation as you, where they just prematurely ejaculated on their first time. Yeah. I was actually so, surprised because a lot of guys say they can't get it up their first time. Right. But the majority of those those players, all of them actually said it was very quick. It was very quick. quick. Yeah. So if and that's... And for me, it's like I'm losing my fucking virginity every time because I have it so infrequently. Yeah, exactly. So that's the, that's the real problem. You've lost here. your virginity like once a year for the last 10 years. They also... I started doing some research. They also said... You didn't even respond to that. I, I, you just ignored it. Yeah, I did. Because I don't need you just... My, my mother telling me I lose my virginity every 10 years. <laughs> no, once a year for 10 once years. Once a year right. for 10 years. Oh, God. All right. What? No, I was thinking about, like, if that's the case, all young guys who want to lose their virginity should should be with some older woman who knows what to do and doesn't, you know, like... Who, that's not going to change anything. That would, I would change. This would have happened the exact same way. No, but maybe that she would then be able to, like... You know, like have sex again and again and 10 well, times. Trust you know. me, there was, I had, the, the stamina is there. It, <laughs> it just doesn't go down at this point. It just remains up and it just, it's like fires well, off. one day you'll wish you had that stamina. Well, I, you know, <laughs> there's you, a happy medium here that I would like to arrive at. One day you are going to wish for, you're going to be, be careful for what you wish for. Because there's one a, day you're going to be like, damn, I got to take Viagra just to get it up. Yeah. And it's going to take can me you imagine if I come quickly come. And, then, and then, and then it goes down. Oh, that's not going to be fun. It's not no, going to be a fun experience. That's not what's going to happen. It's going to be the opposite. It's oh, it'll like take forever. Day, it's going to take forever for it to come. Oh, and you're like, damn, I wish I was back to my days of I hope quick you're, and coming. I, I, that means that there probably is going to be an inflection point where it, yeah. it's just like a nice. Or it might be like you'll go from coming every 10 seconds to can't even come at all. That's going to be very fun. You know, I, I am getting older. I, today I broke my fucking back, pulled a muscle. Oh all right. God, I, don't need to, I don't need to talk about this. You're such a complaining vet. I am a fucking you complainer. You sound like, you know, you definitely complain less than I just talked to your 90-year-old grandfather. <laughs> and he did not complain at all. Did he ask about me or did he? He did not ask about yeah, you. That's a surprise. But, but... The good thing is that he didn't complain about any other issues and uh, he's enjoying his sponge baths. Oh, that's good. A sponge bath would be nice. 
Yeah, with a cute 29-year-old caretaker. That would have been fine. Who claims that she closes her eyes. Anyway, was there anything I wanted to uh, to discuss further? Oh, oh, I so I did some research on the premature ejaculation front. What causes it, you know? What time of night was this? 2.30 in the morning. This is not good for your sleep cycles. I pass the fuck out immediately afterwards. So I think a lot of it, it they, there's strong correlation between people with anxiety and premature ejaculation. Really? Yes. And it relates to serotonin. And that's why SSRIs, serotonin, um, uh, like reuptake inhibitors, meaning that it allows more oh, of right, the serotonin right, right, right. neurotransmitters to remain in the brain, ah. can actually uh, help this. So like anti-anxiety medication is often actually helpful for uh, people with premature ejaculation. Pretty women, interesting. By the way, women, not, not, women too, just yeah, so you know. Yeah, that it, I, that I was happened reading to me. as well. Oh, really? Yes. I was put on Paxil because I was very anxious about thinking that I had some disease. And no, no one could convince me I didn't have it. I forgot what disease it was, a du jour. I think I was thinking I had MS like for the third time. And so they put me on Paxil. They didn't tell me. That's an SSRI. No one told me that I might have a problem with an orgasm. And I'm with your dad. And it's like taking me like 45 minutes to have an orgasm. Oh. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Something is wrong with me. <laughs> and he's like, you know, the only thing I could think of is he went on that God bless it medication. I'm like, you're right. I had to call him up. I'm like, is it possible that this is a side effect? He's oh, yeah. Didn't I mention that? I'm like, no, you forgot to mention the fact that. Uh, did you my- go off? Yeah, I did. You just like, said, fuck this. I'd rather have yeah. the fucking anxiety yeah. and the depression. My, my husband is lockjaw right now. <laughs> so his fingers fell off. It's my father for those listening. <laughs> my deceased father. Okay. Anyway. Uh, you know, I, I... I went off immediately. I, I started considering, well, maybe should I go on SSRIs? And you, you know, obviously you guys know I have a little anxiety. Uh, little anxiety? A little anxiety? But... A little anxiety? But this you is... You know what? I was thinking about what Ray Romano said. Yeah. And he, in his stand-up, says, when you're in your, like, your 50s, your best friend should be doctors. You know, when you're looking in your 20s and 30s, it's all different reasons. 40s, you're lawyering up because you're getting divorced. For, you know, when he talks about the teenagers, you need to have someone with a car. He goes, but when you're in your 50s, you need to have doctor friends. Cam, you're like an old man in your 50s right now, and you just passed the 30-year-old threshold. <laughs> yeah. You, did, is, and it, you do have a best friend as a doctor, and I don't even know how he can even be friends with you anymore because you come into town and you immediately call him up. It's a nice doctor's visit. A doctor's visit. Yeah. And then you it, saw one at a private party, and you not only ask, which I want to say thank you very much, not only ask about your, uh, what, what is he? He was an orthopedic surgeon. surgeon. You didn't yeah. ask about just your issues. You talked to him about my frozen shoulder issues. Yes. It was a very correct. loving thing to do. You're welcome. Yeah. I'm looking out for all the family when I find my doctor friends. Well, doctors well, probably like get to they, they meet you at a party and they're like get me out get of this. me away from that guy yeah. because it'll be another like work session let me let me go back to this idea of handling around anxiety for me i think i'd like to remain uh just because there's so many side effects i'd like to remain prescription free and what has really helped me has been meditation actually I agree. and curbing my anxiety and, and it puts me back in touch with my body it allows me to come better um and and which leads me to wait, this wonderful say, segue. Wait, can I say something about this? What? I too meditated with D's this morning and I felt like in a, all this like hostility went away from me. Yeah. It, it, it caused me to be calm for, for like a good 10 minutes until someone upset me again. But it, <laughs> I, I lasted a good 10 minutes after that session with being calm. Well, I would like to mention 
this wonderful app that is now sponsoring us. And it's called, called Calm. It is called it works. Calm. It is incredible. I am a personal, I can personally attribute that it works. And what, what were you listening to? It was like the first seven days, I think, about being focused. And that was something that both Dee's and I are both ADD needed. Oh. Yeah. It's how, it, it talks, she walks you through how the, disa- the, the distractions in your life, like your phone and your computer and, and your Instagram. And I'm thinking, I do all of those. (laughs) Anyway, how they can completely come into your, whatever you're doing and distract your focus. They have a whole tab. I don't know if you discovered this section called sleep and it's all, I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. You can't sleep at all. So you should check this out. They have stories that like bedtime stories that are like by famous, like celebrities, like, uh, McConaughey, I believe. Yes. And, and, but they also have meditations for sleep. Yeah. I I like, this is a fantastic app. They have, you know, they, they really, uh, they have it for all different levels. So if you're like a beginning meditator, you need a lot of guidance. Yeah. But for me, I, you know, I meditate a lot, so I'm a pro. And so (laughs) it must be good to be a pro. It, it is well it changes but as a result i actually prefer if the, if i don't have that much guidance because it allows me to focus more yeah so they actually have like a light series that al- allows you to t- to have like a little bit of guidance in the beginning and then it kind of just times you for the rest which is perfect for my needs and i just saw a show uh, a movie called happy where they showed the inside of a brain from someone who's a professional meditator who does he does he's been doing this all their life oh yeah and their light it lit up different parts of the brain. It's uh, You can change your entire brain stru- chemistry. Right. At this point, we've talked f- way more than we I uh, say one signed other thing. up for. Yeah. I was listening to um, Tim Ferriss, and he had all these different entrepreneurs on. And the single thing I found in common amongst all of them is they said, what is the most important thing you do in your life? And they say, meditate. Mom, I can tell you f- by firsthand experience it, my meditation retreats and my practice has are some of the most significant uh, spiritual experiences of my life. Yes, 100%. but you're different than most people. No, I think if anyone, you know, and, and this is kind of this is the gateway drug, by the way. You start with this fucking app. Next thing you know, yeah. You're, you're, oh, you think I'm going on meditation retreats? Maybe not you. Maybe not you. I can't even think of anything I want to do least. And go to meditate. I, I would go out of my mind a silent meditation retreat. I'd freak out. I'd have an anxiety attack there. They'd have to ship me out by air. I could just see a helicopter coming in, pulling me up, getting me the fuck out of there. Okay. Anyway, we need to we need to wrap up this little advertisement. Oh, okay. Because well, we love Calm. And we this do. is the app that I can I personally attest this is a phenomenal meditation app if you want to reduce your stress and 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 by the way i've had other meditation apps that i didn't find to be as good this one seems to be better for me it's perfect it it is really an ideal app so right now uh you wonderful listeners will get 25 percent off of a calm premium subscription at calm.com slash mom that's c-a-l-m dot com slash m-o-m and can i say one other thing about mom huh my mother and I and you meditated oh, yeah. listening to the app. And it was so she awesome. was so calm. She passed the fuck out. She passed the fuck out, but she has <laughs> Parkinson's and it helps her dyskinesia. It is so sweet. So I spoke to her today about uh, meditating. Right. So yeah, go out and get your calm. Get unlimited access to all of Calm's content today at calm.com slash mom. Get calm and stop stressing. I love it. Love it. Can't recommend it enough. Honestly, it's so nice when you have a sponsor that you, that supports you and who you also 100% believe in. All right, we got to get back to reading these messages, Mother. Okay, so this is a very funny one. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, not funny. I just found it the way he said it. The first line made me laugh. What do you say? Cam, you should go find a slightly inappropriate place to jerk off and report back. It's an opportunity to grow. How hilarious is that? Then he said, find your center in those uncomfortable circumstances, man. Some of the most memorable, my most memorable sexual experiences were in some risky locations. If anything, you'll have some good stand-up material to test out. Wait, I can, love I, this can guy. I say something about that? What? I had sex with your dad in an elevator. I know. I, I, I don't... At, why, when I was in college. Why are you bringing this up? That was risky. <laughs> <laughs> that and was risky. For, for our listeners, maybe we'll do the next morning after show with this theme. But let us know where your most... The craziest place the riskiest, you've ever had sex? Not craziest, riskiest place mm. that you ever had sex. Oh, that is a great question, Mother. Risky, risky you business. You're writing that down? Risky where business. is the riskiest place? I think there is something... It does add when you, when you think... It's awesome. You can, you can get caught or something. I told you we, we did it in a fire escape. It was you, hilarious. You do realize, though, that this guy was recommending that when we were in the hotel room, sharing a hotel room in Chicago, taking care of the grandparents, that I should have just found a, an inappropriate place somewhere yeah you should have I, I told you the same thing go to the hotel bathroom do you remember <laughs> me telling you that no instead i have i just had backup for three weeks no he says however maybe you should take my view with a grain of salt i got attacked by an angry ex-boyfriend while just sitting with his ex in my car in a very busy parking lot just a word of warning anything can happen anywhere oh. while you're doing anything but you can't let that rule your life right uh by the way, are you sure this is a man? This might be a woman. Uh, Whatever. Anyway, anyway right. I appreciate this person. Uh, there is something he said, or she said. I'm sorry you two have to go through watching your father, grandfather slide into entropy. I think the life updates are important because either every one of your listeners, either every one of your listeners has been through something similar or will have to go through it in the future. I lost my uncle in the past from uh, December from cancer and my grandma died two weeks after I moved down to San Diego in 2017. Sex, life, and death are intertwined. Share what you feel like sharing, whatever you think is best. Just know it's valuable to those listeners who are processing these things alone. And that really was a very beautiful way of of, um, explaining it. I have shivers. I know. It's so sweet. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, I'm glad that this is touching some people that we get dark as fuck. We, by the way, our Patreon bonus episode this past oh. week is very dark, uh, but also I thought it was quite funny. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Hilarious episode. Please watch, listen and let us know. Here's another one. Hi, I love your podcast. Thank you for, for taking for talking about these importantly awkward issues. I wish I had been able to talk about this stuff with my parents. My life would have been a lot different. I grew up in a half-breed Jew slash Christian in the Bible Belt. As a Jew slash Christian in the Bible, lots of shame and guilt, especially wrapped up in my body and sexuality. You guys are doing huge things and inspiring me to get out and speak. My first time in three words, rape, rape, rape. Wow. Fuck. That oh. is so sad. That, yeah. But it, I'm glad that this is empowering you and that to you're- get just, out and speak about it. And, and you're talking, you're probably helping a ton of people by, by opening up about this. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And some And another guy wrote, Hi, guys. Love the show. Listen to every episode. Three words. Gay Christian Woods. The, this is the three words to just best describe the first experience. Yes. And gay or, Christian Woods. Great Gay Christian Woods or alternatively, truth or dare. Wow. Keep on entertaining. Talk mm. about That's a little combo of both of our themes, which is have sex in risky places and, uh, and uh, your three words. And some of these really cracked me up, like we asked on Instagram. And if you guys haven't already joined us on Instagram, we have an Instagram, a really nice, fast, 
a lot we of fun. We got an intern now. We got an intern. Shout out to our yeah. Peyton, our, uh, Peyton, our intern, who has been making our, our social posts, and she's doing a phenomenal job. Yeah. Well, we also post ourselves on there as well. Um, but she posted one recently about asking for the three words that described your first sexual experience or intercourse or whatever, how you lost your virginity. And these are so funny that I had to read some of them. All right. Let's just go. Let's fire away. All right. Should we go? Yeah. The first one says, not very satisfied. <laughs> Three words to describe my first time. A little awkward. <laughs> Three words to describe it first time. Shouldn't have happened. <laughs> Three words. Let's go again. Oh, that sounds like mine. Three words. That was it. Balls out awesome. Uh, that's hilarious. Uh, th- three words. Wasn't my choice. That was another. It's, another one that's not yeah, good. Not a great one. Uh, this one says, boobs out, done. I can. I was trying to figure <laughs> out what, what does that mean? They probably saw boobs. It was like, oh, fuck. Done. Done. That sounds like you. Yep. And then our, our friend Sandy Lee in Toronto, she, uh, who we had on the show a few episodes ago, said, that was accidental. <laughs> this one is awkward and fertile. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, fertile? What? That, that means uh, obviously yeah. something happened on that virginity. Oh, fuck. Can you imagine breaking a virginity and finding out you got a girl pregnant? Jesus Christ. This, this one says back chills peaceful. What? Back? Back chills, chills peaceful. peaceful. Oh, ba- back chills. I thought for some reason this person was like on their back or <laughs> maybe they are back. but peaceful at the same time back chills and peaceful. someone just That's gave really us a, a one, one word description awesome <laughs> <laughs> another one do it again that's cute another one way too soon See? shitty crappy no orgasm that way by the way um this person doesn't realize that that was four words <laughs> that was four no, words no orgasms in it. it was it looks like a female is on that one yeah and this is a funny one it was awkward there's a lot of a lot it of was, awkwardness yeah in her parents basement again why are we having four words but it's okay we'll let you have her get away parents with it. basement with a cool face and, and another another risky location wonderful it's one word. This is, this person's three words. I can't remember. That is so hilarious. <laughs> this oh, so- this one is good. Had to pay. Okay. That, <laughs> does that mean that they had to pay for prostitution? It sounds like that. Oh, my God. This one says high on LSD. Oh, that's kind of a wild one, the way you lose your virginity. This is the best one here. By um, someone they met mom and dad tunes. I am confused. I love it. <laughs> Actually, that is my friend Aviva. And oh. if you haven't checked out her her band is is awesome. If you like EDM, this she's revolutionizing it. So oh. check it out. Mom and Dad Tunes with just an N between them. Okay, here's another one. Horrible, embarrassing <laughs> humiliation. Wait, this <laughs> With a lot, a <laughs> lot of fucking I've emojis. I've never seen I've so never, many emojis. Are, Literally all of the emojis on the keyboard, I think, are on this yeah, little response. Yeah, we got the peace, we got the devil, we got the heartbreak, <laughs> we got the guitar kisses. Horrible, embarrassing, humiliated. And wow. Then, what does that other one say? I don't know what the Joke, fuck is ha, going on. Joke, ha, funny humor. This person went off the deep end Yeah, with this. some of these people go off the deep end. Man, do you have any uh, takeaways from those that those three words? First of all, thank you to everyone yeah. who contributed. And by that the was way, a lot of fun. we're going to continue to post those responses on Instagram. So keep uh, posting them down there. And then we're going to take the funniest ones. And maybe we'll even have, send a sticker to the funniest one that we find. I can't believe how diverse 
people's first times are. Like some people, <laughs> I, the some majority, people are, I would say seventy five percent are not. They're not less, they're less than ideal. It's because no one knows what the fuck is going on. That's why I picked the freaking older guy who was very seductive. He had a reputation. Yeah. And I picked him because I, he had a reputation as being a, a what do they call it? A Lothario. A Lothario. Yeah. Like a Don Juan. Yeah. That's a smart move. Yeah. You pick the one that you know is Can kind of fact, show you the way. I got to tell you one other funny story relating that. My friend, um, he's deceased, unfortunately. My friend Jimmy um, was one of those guys that got this great reputation of, because one of my girlfriends in the sorority like had sex with him. And it was she was so loud walking down oh. the hallway. Everybody in the sorority was cracking up. They were. What do you mean walking down the hallway? We were outside walking outside. Oh, you of, were walking down the hallway and she was so loud. She was so loud. She was in her in uh, her bedroom with the door locked, but so loud that everybody around could hear. And after that she went around and told everybody how jimmy was the best in bed and how great a lover he was and all this other stuff and obviously after that everybody wanted to have sex with jimmy all the girls wanted to have sex with him because he was known as such a great lover and he came up to me years later like i'm talking about 30 years later he i saw him in a bar and he says to me listen i got to talk about your friend wendy and what she did to me i'm like what oh he goes in high school I was like a mediocre athlete. I was a mediocre student. I was kind of mediocre at everything. I go down to the University of Illinois. I'm with Wendy one night, and my entire reputation changes to the best lover ever. Oh my of her. god! And he goes, so I finally had a superlative attached to me. Oh, and and, and was he what? pretty good? I never had sex with him. But how, how do people? Were, was he actually good, or was, well, if you ask Wendy, he was the best. And then it, I guess he probably learned a lot after all those different experiences. Well, Wendy also was like two or three years older than him too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Lucky kid. Lucky kid. And so that's the key. Get someone to start telling, talking about your sexual prowess. That could help. Or just find someone who, if you're about to lose your virginity to someone, find someone who you know has got some good experience so it might be a positive experience for you, which is what I did. Good call. And you'll hear more of it if you go back and listen to the episode. Uh, what episode is it? E-194, Legendary Virginity Stories with Second City. Loved it. Very fun time. Uh, well, Mother, I think that pretty much wraps it all up. Pun, very much intended. Are you ready for a song? Have you been preparing? No. So it's going to be it's gonna be a wing, a wing one. Okay. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the stories of losing your virginities. Okay, first of all, you clearly planned that. No, I swear to you, I didn't. Second of all, you used the same one last week. Okay. <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> it was a good one. Thank you for listening. Bye.